Blog Talk Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Beamer Distributors Blog Talk Show. This is your show. It's designed for all Beamer distributors across the country to provide you with the latest information, training, and current events. It's a live, interactive show where we value your participation. Just hit one on your phone and we'll open your line so you can ask questions and share information and testimonials. You'll hear from individuals who are experiencing amazing results in their business and with the use of their Beamer. But remember, this information of Beamer technology is not designed to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease or ailment. These testimonials have not been evaluated or reviewed by the FDA. This call is for education only, and no medical or income claims are intended. This call is not put on by Beamer USA. It's just us, a group of independent Beamer distributors all helping one another. So grab a pen and paper, listen carefully, and get ready to learn and share. Stay tuned. The show is about to begin. Hello, and welcome, everyone, to Beamer Blog Talk Radio. I am Rainy Hale. So this is, of course, Horse Thursday. Um, today is Thursday, July 28th. I can't believe it's August in a few days. I've just, this summer is just, I felt like we didn't have any summer forever. It felt like summer took forever to get here, and then all of a sudden we are like, you know, burning yeah. in, in the middle of summer. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was like yeah. summer didn't get here till the middle of July, and now it's like, whew, we're just on fire. Um. Anyway, I hope that you guys are all staying cool wherever you are in the country. We are, I'm in that, if you look at the map, the like extreme red chunks, that's, we're in there. It's been, it's been right about 100 this whole week <laughs> and with no end in sight for the next, I don't know, until, until I think Monday, I think we're, we're in um, risk of triple digits. So, um, and even over this weekend. So I hope you all are if if you are as hot as we are, I hope you have ways to keep cool and keep your, your pets cool and your horses cool and all of that. So, um, Cindy, we'll see how you are doing here in a second. But um, today we're going to continue our um, usage um, talk that we started last week that we just ran out of time. We had questions, usage questions from the um, equine, from our the second equine academy that Cindy helped with. Um, and so we're going to address those. And a lot of them are ones we've talked about before, um, but a lot of them are ones that we get questions about a lot. So it's really good to go over, um, go over them again. And so before we get into that, I'd like to remind everyone to please grab a pen and paper. We almost always have a phone number or a website or an event coming up that you're going to want to <clears throat> that you're going to want to write down and be ready for. Um, and please press 1 on your phone if you have any questions, comments, testimonials. We'd really love to hear from you. Um, today we're trying to we're trying to keep it to kind of usage stuff and, and answer your questions there, but really we'll answer any question you have um, about the horse, horse unit on horses. And really we need to stay to more behavioral and training type questions for this uh, venue. So, all right, Cindy, good morning. How are you? Are you as hot as I am? Yeah, I think uh, we're right there with you. It's been over a for the last couple of weeks, and uh, I've yeah. never taken so many hours in my life. Eric's <laughs> yeah. going, no, you're not washing me again. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it, it's really, uh, it, it's pretty darn warm. So you change your schedule. You do a lot early in the morning, and you do a lot mm-hmm. toward in the evening. Um, so weird things, but it looks like it's hot everywhere. So 
um, if Tiff's up in the mountains, she's got the best deal. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't see her on quite yet. Tiff, if you are, I'm going to try to yeah. scroll through and make sure I don't see your number further down low. I don't see it. Okay, she is coming on today, though. She's going to join us, so that will be great to have her. Um, so, Cindy, I know you had a, you know, a good list of some of the, the, big, the biggest kind of questions you got over and over at the, at the Academy, and I know we addressed a lot of them, but um, where do you want to start um, today to continue over that list? Um, well, okay, ju- and just before that, I want to follow up on something yeah. from before that we we published widely when we had our compliance uh, manager, Michelle Lautner, on. Oh, yeah. About particularly things focusing more on social media and and um, uh, horse shows because that's where, where we bump into each other a lot, let's say. Um, and so those, <laughs> I told you last week that those, um, that kind of um, a written format of the show, which um, we posted also on um, the IBD Facebook page, um, that um, that those were coming. Well, those are the so uh, the points that were covered. So it's not all, but just the ones um, from the show that we did a couple of weeks ago are now in the BBO. We've asked for it to be made into a PDF file because it's not uh, it's not downloadable at the moment. You have to copy it and paste into a Word document, so that, you know just a little extra step. But that is there, so you now have it in a recording form. You've got it on Facebook and you've got it in the back office. So there's no reason not to you know give those three or four pages a glance. Um, okay, so I guess. One of the things, um, again, these are kind of questions that we get over and over from both the academies that I've done. Um, and one of the things is that talking about the cuffs and using the cuffs, uh, it, you know, particularly if you bought an extra set, which some people do, um, and I'm pretty sure it's as a time saver, but to say, can I use all four cuffs at once? And so I have some strong opinions about this, um, and um, but Rainy, I'll kind of ask you first to say, um, is it okay to use all four, do all four legs at once? Um, I, I have my own opinions on that too. I, I would say, I mean, technically, I, I, it's not a problem. I mean, I, I guess, I mean, it's not a, you know, something that you can't do. I've just never done it. I don't recommend it to people. Um, I don't even, you know, really talk about it as, as something we do. I think it's just, just too much. Um, and, in fact, you know, the, the, the trainers and things that have bought the extra cuffs um, is is more for um, a, a time saver, but not to use on all four legs. It's when they're kind of getting horses ready. Um, and they might throw, you know, the blanket on one um, and and the cuffs on that one, and then and then they throw the the – blanket on the next horse, but they still want to do something else with the cuffs on this one, but they want cuffs on the next, you know, it's, it's more of a, a, in the, in the assembly line of getting horses uh, trained um, and working horses for the day as they go from horse to horse, it's more, you know, they might want to do an extra session of cuffs on, on some particular area on a horse, but they want to get the next horse started because then the trainer's ready for that horse in a few minutes. And, and so it's a time saver more that way versus uh, on multiple, you know, getting multiple horses ready versus getting as much done at one time on one horse. Um, and so for me, it's a little bit of an overkill. So I usually would prefer to do 
um, at the cuffs. And, and kind of what we talked about a few weeks ago, what I really like is cuffs on the diagonal. Because um, if you know about the way horses move and things, they move on a diagonal. And, and if you talk about injuries and things, all of that is, is comes to light on a diagonal. Um, and so I really like, um, you know, front right, rear left, or opposite. Um, and I like that for multiple reasons, not only because they move, but like we talked about a few weeks ago, I like that because when a horse stands, their feet are pretty close together. And so if you have the cuff on the right front, the left front is inches away. And so we know the way Beamer works is you are getting a little bit, um, you're not getting maybe as much um, on that other, on the other, you know, leg, but you're getting some. Um, And so alternating those, um, I really like. And so um, definitely I'm of the opinion that I, I wouldn't do, I wouldn't recommend all four at once, but I don't think it's something that I would say you absolutely can't do. Yeah, okay. and I, I think I, that's probably all I, I have to. <laughs> I really agree with that, but I do, you know, I know a number of people who do it. I would say, particularly mm-hmm. um, if you're in the, if you or your customers in the zone of wanting to do that, that you build up to it gradually. Um, I've seen some unpleasant responses when uh, a, a relatively new horse had all four legs done at once. And as I was telling Rainey before the show, the only, you know, to try and the, the horse was protesting, going, whoa, what is this, too much? And the only place left for that horse was to go up because all <laughs> all four of its attachments to the ground were, you know, bugging it. So um, I think, you know, you can definitely do four legs uh, the same day, but personally, I would wait a few hours. And and I'll equate this to um, to humans. Picture, and, and remember, horses are more sensitive and more vascular even than we are. But picture taking the the beamer, the B spot, the intensive applicator, and putting four of them on your body at a different place at different time. Um, now I've used, you know, I've used two uh, at you know, like maybe on one on each knee or something like that. But I've never used four, and I, and I don't think I would like it if I did. Um, it's possible. It's not going to hurt you. But it's just, you know, the whole thing about Beamer helping the body self-regulate is you give the body time to respond to the stimulation. It's not like, you know, and, and we remember that the um, effects of Beamer are cumulative. So... You know, you can do four legs at once. Build up to it gradually, please, for your horse's sake. There's no, you know, nothing says that you can't. But uh, but knowing that horse and how they, um, you know, what their temperament and experiences, um, you want to add some common sense and judgment to the usage. So absolutely, um, and I want to I want to take a second here because Tiff is on. Um, and before we move on, I wanted to say hi and good morning to Tiff. Good morning, Rainey. Good morning, Cindy. Sorry I was late. I just kind of lost track of time there for a sec, but I'm here, <laughs> and I'm glad that we're talking about this topic because I do have some things to add if you guys have a minute. Oh, good. Yes, Please. absolutely. That's that's what I was, I was going to say because I know we've talked about this with you before, and I know you've got some um, some experience and some insight, so go for it. So I actually took y'all's advice and did the diagonal like you had talked about. I had never done that before, and it came up to mind because my mare does not like boots on her back legs, like at all. And so 
she'll let you touch her back legs and, and all of that and trimming. She's great and chewing and all of the, those things. She just doesn't like back boots. So I did the diagonal and I've done the diagonal for several weeks now and she does much better because I, I need to treat those back legs or, you know, offer the beamers to those back legs using the cuffs. And so it's just been, I've just been blown away by the fact that she's allowing me to put boots on her back legs for 10 minutes. It's been really nice. You, you know, it, I really think it's something that they, that, you know, I'm putting myself in your horse's mind here, but to say, <laughs> okay, I've got, I've got one leg that you're not messing with back there and I can stand on that one. So I don't, I'm not trapped. You know, and to stimulate it somehow, I just, that's, that's what my instinct tells me there is involved. So I could be totally wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and, and for, for a mare that doesn't like any kind of boots on to, to, on the rear, um, you know, on her back legs to put two on and then add, you know, a stimulation that obviously she likes because she, you know, she gets beamer sessions regularly. Um, But it just was maybe just you know like I said she she didn't like him in general um, but maybe doing the one yeah is just she she likes it enough that she'll put up with the one <laughs> yeah thank you so much for being a good test case for us Tiff that was just perfect <laughs> of course I'm glad I'm happy that you shared that with me <laughs> yeah and Tiff you have you do have um, you know clients that have that do all four though yes I feel like you had talked about that before. It's either they do two or they do four, and I've had I had another client just the other day that bought two more, you know, in addition to her set, which comes with two, as we know. But yeah, she uses all four. Several clients of mine use all four, but I think that's wise of Cindy to say too that it's good to get them used to it first, even though you know we know it's safe and it's not harmful and it's a low type of um, frequency or you know. Um, signal today yeah but it's also super um, impactful we know that as well but I think it's just nice to get them used to it because I feel like you know some horses are even more sensitive than others and in my opinion I think it's the younger horses that are much more sensitive because they're still learning and developing and, and just growing in general and so getting them accustomed to it from the start and then adding so that they have option, I think, is wise. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when, when you know, as you were, both of you have said, sometimes when people buy a second set of cuffs, it's not necessarily to do the legs, but, you know, they could have one, you know, one or two cuffs in other places on the body. So um, it just gives more options. But... Um, and, and so that kind of rolls into uh, one of the other questions we get a lot because I think we're creatures of habit and um, we say, and you know, we say pay attention to how your horse responds and what works best under the conditions, you know, are you getting ready to ride or have you just come back from, you know, a long exhausting day, what are the circumstances? But I think people get in, in the habit of saying, oh, you know, I always do this. And uh, what I hear from people a lot is, oh, yeah, I use P3 all the time. Um, and yet, if you look at our best practices, what we recommend is rotating them. If you look at best practices for humans, 
we have a plan that rotates, that goes through a continual rotational kind of cycle. And the recommendation is not to get stuck on, on using the same one every time. Now, again, the conditions, you know, whether you were doing it in the morning or the evening, the circumstances are going to change, first off. Um, but I think people get in their head, you know, 15 minutes must be better and I'm going to always do that. Um, and so um, what are some of the reasons other than, you know, helping your body not get, or the horse's body not get used to the same pattern? What are some of the reasons for rotating? Um, and how do, we, how do we encourage people or explain it to them to say this is what you need to do. Do not do the same one every time. I have. Um, I can start add here. Oh yeah. Go ahead, Tiff. Go ahead and start. Oh okay. Um. So, in in my mind, maybe to simplify it, and this is just what comes to to mind for me. Think of yourself eating the same thing every single day and doing the same thing, the same routine, and and everything just the same. You would get bored, right? So that's the same thing with our horses, with training, with eating, with, I mean, eating mostly stays the same, but with training <laughs> mostly and competing and all of the, all of the things that go with it, it's good to mix it up because horses get bored also. That extends to their bodies. I mean, literally, you know, we know that whether it's a person or a horse, that, you know, if you do the same stimulation every time, you get a little bit, um, um, I'm not finding the right word here, but they get a little bit used to it. And so the effectiveness diminishes if you do the same thing over and over again. You want to try and, you know, um, physiologically, you want to try and have different stimulation. And we know Again, just to emphasize that program three is not just, at 15 minutes, is not just three program ones of five minutes. It's not an extension of that. It's a whole different configuration. And it goes up to a, a higher intensity. Um, each one of the programs starts at 10 microtesla on the blanket. Uh, but they go up to a different level each time, and the and the pattern of the signal is different. So doing, um, you know, doing program three all the time is uh, not the same as doing three program one. How about yeah, rainy? So the only thing, yeah, the only thing I would add is that um, you know this is the way this I talk to people. I, this is the way I talk about it, whether I'm talking to a person with a human set or you know, a person, you know, using a horse set is not, not only of the, you know, body getting used to certain signals, but we, we don't always know at every particular moment where our biggest bodily challenge is, whether we're talking about our horses or our own selves. Our horses probably know better than we do, um, but they can't tell us what program they want. Um, so so if by rotating through, we're kind of making sure to, to kind of address different areas you know, at, at different times, and so we're we're kind of hitting all the all the stops at this at you know by by rotating through. And the other thing is, I have a regular program, you know, for my own self that I do, you know, all the time, or a regular protocol, you know, and I have rotations that I throw, um, you know, go through, and that's my regular kind of thing that I do every all, every day. But there are times when I do different things, 
There are times when, you know, if I've had a, I did a really long hike where I'm going to do something different when I get back. There are times when I've, you know, been in the car for a long time or depending on, you know, some activity that I've done that I'm going to do a different um, protocol than I, than is my normal one for that day and that time. So the same thing can be done for horses. I mean, you might be, have a training schedule and you have a pretty regular routine, even if you're rotating through, you know, your, your programs with, through your training on the day of an event or the day before an event or the weekend before an event, or however you choose to use Beamer with your, with your horse, you may do something different. And we know when we talk to these pro athletes, they like to do um, a higher intensity before um, they do a big competition um, to kind of get their body all warmed up and ready. And then um, a, a lower intensity after for recovery. And, and the same thing we would, we would talk about for, for our horses too. And so um, I think there's kind of two aspects there. I think there's the daily kind of protocols and then there's the, well, in this situation, you know, we might want to do something a little bit different too. So I don't know, you guys probably have something similar that you do. Well, yeah, it, it's just, you know, depending on the circumstances, you might choose a different um, kind of session for that day, just mm-hmm. as you described. Um, okay, so I'm not All right, before, before we move on... I- Yep, before we move on, we do have one caller here, um, and so she, uh, this person may have something to add to one of the two things we've talked about so that were kind of similar. So we'll, we'll see what they have to say before we move on to the next one. We've got area code 717. Area code 717, you're live on Blog Talk. Hello? Area code 717? We can hear you, but you have to say something. <laughs> Okay, well, maybe they don't want to talk to us. Maybe they hit one on accident. <laughs> um, oh. All right, so I guess they didn't want to chat with us. So, um, Cindy, what's next on our on our list of frequently asked questions? Well, these two uh, kind of are related, but they're really important because I think sometimes, you know, we forget that um, horses can have a detox response just like people can. And in my experience, anyway, the times where with people that there's been a detox a response to Beamer use is when they've gone too high in intensity too quickly or they've done it for too long a period of time and their body has just said, whoa, I can't handle this. Well, horses can do the same kind of, uh, can have the same kind of response and I know that people, we still are, are uh, part of the society that says if a little bit is good, then more must be better. And we know with femurs <laughs> it's not the case. So we constantly have to counteract people's tendency to do that. But I wanted to just go over, you know, number one, to say that horses do have a detox response and to say um, sometimes, um, you know, particularly with new clients and or renters or or people that we're working with with sessions, sometimes these responses happen and people are alarmed. The owners are alarmed. And so to be prepared um, and and be able to, um, you know, say this is good feedback from the body, you know, detoxing is good, but sometimes it's just being pushed too quickly. So some of the things um, I, you know, I kind of have a list here, but I don't know if uh, Rainy, you and Tiff have 
any things that you would say is if you've seen a horse that went into a detox mode, what some of those um, responses might look like so somebody could recognize them? Or do you want me to go through my list? And then you can just say, yes, I've seen that. Let's do that. Um, yeah. <laughs> one of the responses would be, you know, breaking out in hives. Okay? Um, it could be excessive sweating. Um, it could be um, um, loose manure or diarrhea. Um, it could be some excess gas or even some kind of colicky kinds of symptoms where they're, you know, their gut is real sensitive. Or they could just go into a real low energy um, and be lethargic. Um, and those are pretty similar to what you see sometimes in people as well, although I know also with people it could be a headache. I don't know about, uh, I haven't seen a headache with a horse. But um, are any of those things that, uh, that you've experienced or had any, um, um, any clients deal with? Um, yeah, I, I'm really careful not to go too high too fast on, um, you know, in the beginning. And so the only one that I think maybe I've ever heard of, of somebody telling me after we did, you know, a, a first session was maybe the kind of lethargy, just kind of maybe kind of quiet and, and calm, calmer than normal, you know, not, not calm in a good way. Um, and because I've always just been so careful to not do that, but I've definitely heard from people um, that have purchased and they'll call me and they'll say, this is happening. And then we talk about what they did. And um, it's almost always, you know, something that they did was way too much. And they were thinking, well, uh, you know, somebody either, either somebody said they should have, or, you know, it's all different things. Or I just wanted to, to really, I, I really thought they needed it. And so I just did all this. And it, it's almost always that they have way overdone it. Um, and in, and they've always been, you know, very understanding about, you know, explain to them, well, this is, you know, so we go over the usage again and how to use it. And, um, and it's always been resolved. But um, yeah, it's, it's just, an, I mean, there's that, that fine line between, you know, you've told people the best way to do it. And then what they actually do in the days that follow that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's kind of it's kind That's of a hard a hard because you're not there to watch them every second. Um, but you hopefully you'll be there if, for them to call if you created that good relationship. That as soon as they have something they have questions about, they'll call you, and you can reiterate. Now this is why we talked about doing it this way, um, and now they have a visual for it. Yeah, and. And it's also, I think it's important to say, you know, detoxification is a good thing, you know. I mean, yeah. we mm -hmm. want to do it in a kind of more gentle fashion than having some of the responses <laughs> that were acute, like I mentioned. But, I mean, part of what we do by increasing blood flow is to help remove the, the uh, acidic buildup and the metabolic waste. And so it's a good thing to happen. Um, it's just not comfortable if it happens too quickly. And so uh, to be able to, to respond to people's concerns going, oh, my God, you know, my horse broke out all over. And you go, okay, well, that's, that's good feedback from the body. And then, as I said, you can work back to say what well, you do, you know, and maybe this horse, you know, and, you know, we, we put a lot of supplements and injections and things into these horses that are things, uh, you know, which kind of need to get out of their system, the residue from. So um, it's uh, it, it's something to be aware of so that you can help 
your customers when they, they think that there's something, you know, wrong. And it's also a good, as Rainey was explaining, it's a good opportunity to make sure you followed up and explained to them, again, this is why we do it this way. This is why we say five minutes is, is enough as you're introducing it. Um, I don't know, Tiff, do you have anything to add about this, about a detox response? Yeah, I do. So the few things that you brought up, typically, in, in my experience, I haven't seen much of it because I do a lot of young horses. But if we're talking about older horses, detox, definitely. I've heard of my clients having the low energy or, you know, things that you're other things that you've shared, mostly it's been the low energy because of the older horses and, and the things that they're dealing with. Um, in the younger horse world, which is the, mo- the one I work in more, I see the sweating more so than anything because they're working a lot and they get sore. And so when I see the sweating, um, clients will ask, well, why are they you know, sweating in that area? Well, that's probably an area that they're experiencing some type of soreness or or something. And so, which we know, and they usually identify and confirm that, well, that's an area that I've noticed that they are sore. So um, it's not uncommon to see the sweating in, in certain areas. And now that we have that Colorado State University study as well, that confirms that Beamer does, in fact, help with the relieving of back discomfort pain. So that's also a good point to bring up. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so nice to be able to say the word pain, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> In this context, we could say it. Um, so kind of related to the, you know, being from, being aware of the fact that there could be a detox response depending on the behavior of the person using, putting the beaver on the horse. Um and this is more for um, uh, newer distributors or people less familiar, perhaps, with horses, because I think uh, somebody who's an owner would know this. But um, if there is actually, um, if, if there's a negative reaction for the horse, what are some of the signs that you could see to notice that you would say, okay, well, let's stop this beamer session right now because we, we want to pay attention to the horse's body language and what the horse is telling us. So um, some of the things that are possible, it doesn't mean that they are all. These are just to give you um, kind of a range of possibilities is, you know, if the horse is really not just, you know, swatting flies but snapping their tail. Um, if they pin back their ears, um, flat, not just mares. Um, if they if they want if they try and reach around, try and bite at the at the batteries on. Um, now we moved it up on the version three, so they couldn't get the blanket, but they could go for the cuffs. Uh, could be kicking out the legs to get the cuffs off their legs. Um, it could be constantly pacing back and forth and not settling down and relaxing like we'd like to see them do. It could be um, a lot of pawing, uh, and it could be a lot of throwing their head. Now, these are not unique to a response to, uh, to Beamer. I mean, the horse could need to pee. 
Um, they could, you know, everybody <laughs> else in the barn is getting fed and they're not. I mean, so there's a number of circumstances that could create some of that behavior too. But, you know, the common reactions that are responses that we see with horses are that they really go into a deep relaxation. So um, particularly when you're working with a, a younger horse like Tiff was saying, perhaps, or with a horse that is newer to Beamer and you're gradually getting them used to it, some of these, um, some of those kinds of responses would be ones that you would want to say, oh, okay, uh, maybe I went up to uh, program two too quickly, let's go back and, and maybe, you know, I can only, I can only do the blanket today or maybe I can just do less of a session. But, but the point is to pay attention to what the horse's body is telling you uh, and not just say, oh, you know, uh, you know, let them get used to it. That's probably not the best approach. You want the horse to always, you know, look forward to the session. So um, do you guys have, a, have uh, any to add to that? Yeah, we we lost Tiff. I don't know if she lost connection or what. So I'm hoping she'll try to call back in, but maybe she's in a spot where she um, where she lost reception. But um, um, absolutely, and this is where I rely on the owners because you know, the, especially when these first few sessions, the owners are going to be right there, or the trainer is going to be right there, and they know the horse better than anybody. And so this is when I'm going to rely on the, the them to to be able to read their horse a little bit because I'm going to be able to see some of those obvious signs like the you know the ears back or the the flicking of the tail in an irritated way not just a relaxed way um those are pretty obvious but um you know sometimes i've seen them just like lift up a hoof you know if i've got or lift up a leg that they've got the beamer on and and it's they're not kicking it off but they're like something's happening (laughs) and i'm not quite sure about it and they're not irritated they're just trying to figure some things out um or you know sometimes i've had one you know kind of bob their head a little bit um and, and, you know, I'm, I'm asking the owner, I was like, is that, you know, a sign of their irritation? And they're like, oh no, that's, he's just, he's just playing. So, um, you know, and some, some of those things are them just trying to figure out this new weird thing that they're feeling. And it's not that they don't like it. It's just that they're trying to kind of figure it out. And so I think it's really important to have that, those conversations with the owners or the, you know, the trainers that are there because they know their, you know, those little things about their horse um, that are going to be identifiable of, you know, this is maybe, maybe he's starting to start to tell me that he doesn't like this. So just, you know, you've had enough, he's had enough for today. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my biggest suggestion is just be sure to have those conversations with the owner and have them being those little things that they know about their horse. And what exactly to, to, to that point is again, you know, paying attention to what the horse is telling us. So, um, not going into Beamer sales mode and trying to, you know, talk about a lot of things going on or explain, you know, Beamer and getting distracted and not paying attention to what the what's happening with the horse. I know people tend to do that sometimes. They say, oh, I've only got 20 minutes, so I have to do all these things. Well, the most important thing that you're there to do is to, to listen to the horse. So, um, um, and I, as I, I said, I know people sometimes get, you know, preempted. So, um, I think it's, it's, it doesn't mean that, you know, the horse can't use the beamer. It just means that it needs to be, um, done either lower intensity or maybe, you know, maybe even five minutes could be too much at first. 
And I've, I've had horses lift up a leg too, particularly, you know, mine were not used to anything on their rear legs. And that's why it's yeah. really important to just do one leg at a time because they can stand on three legs and hold one up and go, what the heck is this thing? But if they had <laughs> on, on all legs at once, uh, it would have been a whole different experience. I know that. Um, so, yeah, I don't see, I guess we did lose Tiff. That's too bad. I would love to hear what she would say on this. But I don't know if anybody in our audience has seen these kinds of um, responses. If so, and you want to weigh in your opinion or share your own stories, we'd love to have you call in um, because uh, those were the um, those were the ones from Academy that I had written down to follow up on. And so we're looking for some more input from people to say their experiences or, you know, tell us what's gone on with you this week and, and um, help us out. We've got a few minutes left. We don't want to waste them. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to scroll down just to make sure Tiff didn't call in. And, no, she must have, she must have gone out of range somewhere. Um, I know she's busy, busy girl. So, um, but it was great to hear from all while we had it. I'm going to take just a second and try to open that line for that person who pressed one again, just to, um, just in case. Um, and I'm going to do the last four of their phone number this time. I've got the phone number ending in three nine five four. Phone number ending in three nine five four. Did you want to chat with us today? I guess not. They must have hit their button on accident or something. So, <clears throat> um, okay. all right. Well, I mean, actually, we've used you know more most over our half an hour that we usually do. We usually go to forty five because we usually have so much to talk about. But um, we definitely have have used up our time. Um, but please, um, everyone, we usage is something that we're going to talk about a lot. Um, and um, it continues to come up, and people continue to have questions. People continue to have the same questions. Um, and so uh, this was it for this month, but we'll, of course, do usage um, next month again like we always do, and hopefully we can get Dr. Marley Svonk back on with us like we, like we planned. Um, so that is, that is the plan, to have her back on next month like our, for our usual usage calls. So hopefully um, we can make that happen for you all. But please let us know what, what more usage questions you have, things you want us to go into more depth, um, explain more, give our experience, um, because we'd love to share that with you. Oh. Tiff's back on. Um, she can maybe add um, add something to what we were just chatting about. But um, but let us know in that Facebook page um, because that is um, the best way to communicate to us what you guys want to know more about. And usage is a big conversation. So anything you have, um, we would love to to address and explain more and talk about because most likely other people have those same questions. Welcome back, Tiff. Hey, sorry about that, guys. <laughs> No, no problem. We were hoping you had um, something to add to the um, what things you've seen when a horse has maybe um, not not liking a session or or to a point where they've decided they've had enough. You know, like tail twitching or or you know pinning pinning back the ears or kicking kicking out. And you know, we talked about watching the horse. We talked about talking with the owner about. Um, about you know being able to to identify because they know their horse better than anybody. But what are things that you sometimes see when you think maybe it's time to turn turn off this session? So typically it's the boots that I see that it's pretty uncommon, but 
um, when I put it on their pole, sometimes they'll shake their head, like, what is this thing on my pole, like on my neck? I don't know what the heck's going on. Um, and the feet, the, the legs is another one, the high sensitivity to their legs. Um, my mare being one of them was the, not a big fan of the back legs or young horses that have really honestly probably never had boots on. And then you add the signal and they're like, um, what is happening to me? They're just not quite sure. So <laughs> that's why I always introduce the blanket first. And it's, it's usually just younger horses. Um, typically older horses, I don't have, I don't do a lot of older horses, so I don't have a lot of experience with that. But that's typically what I see is they're just unsure. And so the longer I give them just to process and think. So I always start five minutes on the boots, always. And then build up like Cindy and you have been both discussing with our callers and listeners to just do the blanket first, five minutes as an introduction. I personally, I know this is probably not quite protocol, but I always do five minute and then 10 minutes because I really want my first clients to see on the blanket the, the responses that the horse is enjoying it because I feel like a lot of other devices have given maybe us or anyone in general a bad rap kind of, of that maybe the horse won't like it but a lot of the horses I do really enjoy the blanket and the boots is where I see some a little bit of just what is this I'm not quite sure so I always just start low and work up so and remember so the the boots or cuffs are you know a three times stronger intensity than the blanket so it's similar to, you know, the difference between the human bee body and the intensive applicators that we use. They're targeted, they're localized, and they're, um, they're stronger, if you will. So it's really, it's something that the horses, being as sensitive as they are, they were, they're going to notice it. Go, oh, this is different. Exactly. So. And I do mention that to my clients as well when I'm showing them. And if they do show some type of, I'm not sure reaction is what I call it. I wouldn't necessarily say it's a negative thing because they end up really enjoying it. But then I say to them just what Cindy has said, that's a really good point to bring up and, and communicate to them so they understand. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things I'd like to talk about in another session is to say, you know, I don't know if um, it just is a possible topic, but to say, you know, there's a lot of people out there who haven't been trained. There's a lot of customers out there who have gone into offering sessions and they haven't been trained. And so what do you do when you're in a circumstance where you find, you know, maybe you're at a show or an event or something and you see somebody, you know, showing people or uh, using the Beamer in, in a way that's totally um, inappropriate? because um, I, I, I know that happens, and, uh, you know, it's a sensitive situation. So I would love to hear some feedback from people about what you say, because, you know, if you don't say something, that person might not know that, you know. I mean, some of the things I answered in the academy, I went, oh, my gosh, you know, how could you possibly think this? But, in fact, that's what, the, you know, that's what they had been told. And so we're, we're constantly in an environment of trying to communicate best practices. 
and uh, people may not be particularly receptive to or even receptive at all to being corrected, but there's part of me that says, well, if I don't try, I'll never know. So I'd be interested in people's feedback uh, to discuss that at a time when we might have more time to do Yeah, definitely. We have about one minute left before it's going to cut us off, but um, definitely that's a good conversation to bring up. And and please um, use the Facebook page to um, to communicate with us what what you guys use, and we can talk about that all um, as a group on another call. Um, We have just a few seconds left, but Cindy, uh, Tiff, um, any final words for today? Thank you, ladies, so much for having me this week, and it's just a pleasure. And continue to educate yourselves, everyone, and look forward to talking to you more soon. Thanks, Tiff. Always good to have you. And Cindy. Yeah. Thanks for your your experience, you know, trying the diagonal, um, because I hope that will encourage other people to do so as well. So, yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm good for this week. I've probably talked more than I should. That's always a problem. And I hope everybody stays cool. Keep your horses cool. I saw somebody made a really neat mister in their pasture. Uh, so and the horse was just standing there, you know, grateful for it. Um, not all of us can do it, but I thought it was a great idea. So have a wonderful week, everybody. Let's go into wonderful and thank thank you both, Cindy and and Tiff. I love doing this show with you guys. Um, it's good to just get different perspectives from each of us because we all come from kind of different worlds into into this. And into this beamer, and so we all have different perspectives and different things to add. So it's it's a really great uh, combination. So I love doing this with you guys. Um, and thanks to all of you that called in and, and listened, um, and all of you that are going to listen to the recording. Please use that Facebook IBD page to chat with us about things you guys want us to talk about more, because we would really love to hear from you guys, because we want to talk about what you want to hear. So please use that. All right, everyone. Yes, please stay cool. Um, I know it's. I know I don't love this heat. But um, but I have air conditioner, so I'm, I'm good. Um, but please keep keep yourself cool, keep your pets cool, keep your horses cool, <laughs> and we will all um, uh, talk to you next Thursday. Thanks, everyone. I hope you have such a great week. Bye, Tess. Thank Bye, you, Rainy. Bye. Today's okay. show Bye. was brought to you by an independent group of Beamer distributors mm-hmm. who are committed to helping you find success in your business. We're all part of a bigger mission to bring this amazing technology to a market that so desperately needs it. We'll be back again really soon. Until then, here's to your health. And then, Cindy, you see this end episode up here at the top? And so yep, there we when, go. Uh, and just when you clicked on a caller, oh.